Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Um, we still don't have a set name, but <laughs> I think by this point we're into deep. I think we just got to stick with it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not fully set. I'm not fully set. We'll figure it out eventually. We'll figure it out. We'll it's figure it out. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> so, how are you? I'm not too bad, Gabrielle. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm okay. I'm not going to lie. The anxiety is high, but... <laughs> yes. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Really, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Finally, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Yesterday, my heart rate was above um, 80 and above Ooh. 90 for a whole hour. Oh. I know. It was tiring. I was like, what were you doing? No, I was sitting down. Doing? Oh. <laughs> I was sitting down. I was like, geez, I just had to lie down. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Quite a. Ooh. Yeah. I. I don't. Surely not, because I mean I don't test my heart rate, but I feel like I have an opposite thing when I slip into a, like a bout of depression. Really? I don't feel. I feel like. You know. But then, like that, that makes sense. I don't feel like all jittery. I just feel like, and I feel like everything just slows, and I just want to lay in bed and do nothing. That makes sense, but if you've got a low heart rate. That just means that you're like ultra, ultra, ultra fit. And I'm not saying you're not ultra, ultra, ultra fit. <laughs> but like, <laughs> no, oh my God, it cut out. You're, you're thinking, oh, and well now it sounds like I'm just saying that you're unfit. <laughs> it's just not what I'm saying at all. Words aren't working. I said, I mean, I'm not the fittest, but I'd no. like to. Oh no. Oh, it's all backfired it's all gone to shit my point was <laughs> i feel Gabriel, like you've probably got a very normal heart rate i probably do yes i <laughs> i don't know <laughs> well i was gonna say gabriel we are best friends we can say anything to each other let's be real i am no you know mo farrah right? neither am i <laughs> We probably have slightly normal heart rates. Yes. Yes. Should we just move on? <laughs> I, the, the thing is, right, when we're not recording, we do literally say anything to each other. It's yeah. just when we're recording, we feel like, oh, people are going to listen. People are going to think, well, they're a bunch of joyous best friends, huh? Calling each other slow pokes and all. Slow pokes? Yeah. Slow pokes. Fair enough. Um, yeah, well, so, I, after a couple yeah. of our conversations, I'd probably call you a slowpoke. <laughs> spelling. Oh my god, my spelling is. It's. I, I've had. <sighs> oh, I've genuinely been confused a couple of times in the last week. <laughs> it's unreadable. My nerves, but I just. I'm, what did you say? It seems to get worse the older you get. Yeah, my spelling gets worse the older I get. How you were going to end up with a degree? I don't know. I ask myself the same question every day. In <laughs> fact, oh my god, I'm pretty sure I told you this, but um, I sent in an abstract or 
in quotes, an abstract to be reviewed in a seminar. Um, and in fact, the teacher was like, this isn't even an abstract. Like, it was so bad. It's like, this isn't even an abstract. I don't know what you said, but I was like, oh, great. This is really... That's exactly what fantastic. you want to hear. This is, it's I exactly what, what I want to hear. I don't know what you did. Uh, he said it was more like, Correct. this is like journalistic writing. I was like, okay, I actually take that as a compliment because I prefer that style of writing to boring analytical writing. But if it wasn't what you were supposed to do, yep. then it's a bit yep. problematic. <laughs> yes, just a tad bit problematic. Um, but oh, well. I feel like that was a point. Yeah, but my spelling's going down here when also my my actual speaking's going down here. Like, I stumble over words all the time. But it's okay. Yeah, I'm not great at that either, to be fair. What? Get na- <laughs> Shut up. You're like the most literate person I know. Oh, no. I st- stumble all the time. I listen back sometimes and I go, why <laughs> I just have got my words out? <laughs> keep going um uh, uh, <laughs> and yeah why do i keep breaking why can't i just speak eloquently and fluently i don't know i have the opposite problem i i speak too fast <laughs> that it's just... <laughs> you know oh, fair enough um, anyway so how was your week no nah, how was your week how was your week i just went on a rant you can how was your week oh. Um, it's period week. Oh, yes. So, it hasn't been the greatest. I've been very lethargic and, oh, just, <laughs> don't even get me started on my uni work. To be fair, I'm more on top of it than I was this time last year, but that's a different mm. story. But, oh, Gabrielle, Gabrielle, Gabrielle. <laughs> because of just the whole thing... I just, I say because of it, it's partly me, it's partly the menstrual cycle taking over, but I missed, I think, three meetings I was supposed to have with, that was supposed to help me with my dissertation. Oh no, oh my god, dissertation, I I don't know how to say to her, um, I'm sorry, can you please give me one more chance? Oh my gosh. don't know how to do that. I am like, oh, terrified, well, Gabrielle. I'm terrified. Nah, that's what we're paying them for. <laughs> I still, she should. I'd, I'd be pretty pissed off if that if I was in her position. I think you just got to be honest and and say, I've been feeling like this, so please, please. Yeah, I'm sure she will. I, I, yeah, I emailed my program leader and I've set up a chat with her to just, because I absolutely love her. There are some, I, I feel like this is in, this, this is wherever you go in life. If you, university, school, workplace, wherever, yeah. you'll always find those people that like, they're your comfort people. Yeah. You know, you can go to them and be oh like, ah, what do I do? Yep. Um, yeah. And my program leader is this lady and I absolutely adore her. Um, yeah, I just I've set up a meeting with her so I can be like, oh, me. I don't, what do I do? That turns yeah. out because oh. she'll probably go, oh, Sophie, which I've heard one way too many times in my life. <laughs> oh, so 
everything. Yes, Aww. I've heard my parents all the time. All the time. Oh, all the time. Same, same. I mean, they it, don't say, oh, Sophie, to me. They say, oh, Gabrielle, what yes. are you doing? Gremlin. Gremlin? Yes, that also. My mum says I look like a goblin the other day. Not, not the first time. <laughs> no. I was about to say, surely back in the day your mum used to... What, what was... Oh, no. Any... <laughs> no, say it. What was it? No, no, no. The, um... The, 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 the creature, the one that goes, Ah, oh, my precious. Oh, that no. that noise was the sound of my brain trying to work. But any Hobbit Lord of the Rings fans? Oh my god! I, what? I keep thinking Randall, but that's Monsters Inc. <laughs> <laughs> it's so different. What's <sighs> the one listener is going? What? Oh no, oh my god, this is ridiculous. Why has it completely split my mind? And that's... Gollum! <laughs> Gollum! 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 Gretchen is the character in Mean Girls. <laughs> oh, really? That's Gollum. great. Yes, yes, I remember you saying when we were like 14 or something that your mum kept comparing you to Gollum. Gollum, yeah. She means it endearingly. Like, it's a cute, like, <laughs> like you look like a cute goblin. But I did, like I went to the GP and I was wearing basically <laughs> my pajamas. Did you know how that sounded? What? <laughs> it sounded like you going. Yes, my mum thinks I look like a, go- uh, a goblin, so I had to go to the doctors. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I I went to the to the GP wearing what I now think is socially acceptable. I got in the car, I was absolutely confident, you know, whatever. And then I, as soon as I stepped out of the car and walked towards the GP, I suddenly became aware of how unbelievably just homeless I looked. <laughs> wasn't expecting I wasn't that. wearing makeup, my hair was in this awful bun. I was wearing, like, saggy joggers that don't even make your bum look nice. And just, and they had stains. And my hoodie was revo- it was disgusting. Your poor GP. I know, and and to be honest, when I was there, I went for an allergy test, and the woman she stuck the thing in my sorry, like trigger warning if anyone doesn't like it. <laughs> needle. She stuck the needle in my arm, and then she was like, "Well, your veins are too small in this one, so I'm gonna try the other one." I was like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> oh, I got lovely. two stabs. L- lovely. Two stabs. Um, I think my mum always says that. Because she's she's got a quite a prominent vein in the inside of um, her elbow, and so, and because she does have to have quite a lot of, you know, blood tests or whatever, um, that is like a nurse's dream apparently. Ah, oh, yeah. She the nurse said um, you should drink more water before you go for your thing because it just allows them to swell, as it were. But um. I'm, I'm, did you say how your week was? I think we just went on to a massive tangent. <sighs> we oh, always do. We could the... just... I did. I just <laughs> said the period took over and that it meant I missed my meeting. It's all been a bit crap. 
it's not been the best. We'll, we'll put it that way. Yeah. But oh. the only way is up, baby. Because <laughs> we haven't already done that today. No. Nope. Nope. Oh, dear. Nope. Um, anyway. Should we move on? I mean, how was my... Um, have I done my week thing? I don't know. I don't even remember. Add something. I've basically done it. I remember. Um, I don't know nothing. Oh yeah, I've also had the the period turmoil. Had the the few days of migraines, which was just it's it's literally help. Like every month, it's literally it's debilitating. Yeah, it's like for like a day or two. I'm just nobody talk to me, please. Uh, and then after that, it's sort of fine. Um, but yeah, being just sort of. She goes. She goes from being a very angry "don't talk to me" goblin to a cute goblin again. Yeah. <laughs> Not so cute, goblin Gabby though. I like the. I think you're a cute little goblin. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Any time. <laughs> well, I think we should move on. Speaking of goblin Gabby. We're going to be talking about beauty um, today. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to bring that in. Uh, Speaking of yeah. goblin, talking about beauty standards. Beauty standards. Um, yeah. Well, mainly how they sort of like, you know, affect, well, how, well, I don't know, I suppose they both affect each other, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Kind of our personal experience with them with body body standards, beauty standards, and the added bonus of IBS and PCOS, which is the most fun thing in our lives currently. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, of course, the usual disclaimers, one, we are not professionals, health professionals, yada 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 yada, Um, don't take our advice. Honestly, just if you feel like you need help or anything, book a doctor's appointment. Yes, please. yes, yes. Feel free to do your own research. You're probably going to need it. Uh, yes. And uh, uh, the other one about tech. Would you like to do that? Tech. <laughs> yes, we are trying to record this via the interwebs. So apologies if the connection isn't bad or we talk over each other and it cuts out. Yes. Woohoo! Gabrielle sounds a lot better than I do. She's a big, expensive microphone. (laughs) And I'm purely talking through my phone. Yes, which is through my laptop, which is then recorded on the thing. But Yes, so it's not the best, but we make do. We make do. Because we are women of the 21st century. We are witches. Apparently we are. We had a big old discussion about witches before this, and... I think it's too much now. It's too, it's too full on for early in the podcast. But we'll get there. Yes, maybe, maybe later. Maybe later. Maybe in another one. We'll, we'll delve into the world of witchiness. Witchiness. Hey. So beauty standards. Beauty standards. Sophie, how do you? Okay. We <laughs> 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 probably should have like done a little bit of an outline for this. Yes. But oh well. Yeah. We'll just go for it. Um, 
Also, we're going to try and keep this a little bit shorter than the others, but it's probably not going to happen, but that's okay. Even though I think we've already spent half of it talking nonsense. Well, I've been looking at the clock and it's been about 15 minutes, so that's okay. That's not too bad. So, Sophie, how has your diagnosis of PCOS, or how has your journey thus far with PCOS, um, sort of like impacted your body image on yourself? Body image or beauty standards, or both? Uh, both. I feel like, th- oh, there's a fine line here. Yes. Body image. We'll go with body image yeah. first. I personally actually think that my diagnosis actually kind of helped my personal, how I view myself, body image wise. Because for the longest time, I, for a few years, I was kind of putting on weight in certain areas and I didn't know why, which, you know, just I thought made me look extremely unflattering, especially with the kind of current beauty standards of having, you know, a pear-shaped body or like you know an hourglass figure Mm. and I thought well my where my fat resides doesn't allow me that figure which has always made me feel really self-conscious and it still does um and I just thought well what's what's wrong you know and I was still trying to do the whole working out eating less blah 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 yeah you know doing what I say everyone recommends and thinking it's not working you know if anything it might even be getting worse etc etc thinking you know if I'm doing this and it's still not working and I still don't like how I look what is going on yeah um you know almost like breaking down almost um yeah because you don't really have an explanation for it so then when upon finding out about um PCOS and the things that entails especially regarding its effect on a woman's body and fat storage etc it actually kind of gave me a bit of peace of mind to think that actually it wasn't just me it was there was a reason for it yeah yeah and because you found the reason that I can now target it more specifically yeah um, and just kind of trying different things and none of it working, working from the root cause. Uh, and trying, yeah, doing stuff that helps my body and to help the whole thing, which includes diet, etc. And, oh, I'll tell you what, the other day, <laughs> but I thought, like I say, I've always struggled with my body image, even when I used to be, yeah. really quite slim yeah but uh, you say even when i would say that was like the, the pinnacle of it yeah almost yeah i you know i looked exactly how i almost ever wanted to look and i still didn't think i looked good yeah which was awful and i mean again i'm pretty sure we might have talked about this in a previous one already but you know it was hard on you as well because you know you didn't quite understand it I didn't understand it and I ended up taking it out kind of on you and that was hard because what are you supposed to do especially when you're both like 15 and 16 yeah yeah um but yeah so 
but yeah it's helped a lot um i think personally finding out that actually there's a reason for it yeah there's like um yeah there's there's a reason it's not just your body's just rapidly changing for no reason yeah Um, exactly but yeah Uh, yeah i mean uh yeah if i'm not mistaken pcs has a bigger effect on body image and the way you fat storage works etc in your metabolism than ibs yeah yeah like and obviously it still has an effect but it works differently well i've for what i've experienced with ibs is that it can make you really bloated um mm. if you're not looking after yourself you know properly um mm. i'm lucky in the sense that i don't i don't get as bloated as some people i literally think it's because i've just got a small body (laughs) and so there's just not very much room for that to happen um but when i am bloated and when i am feeling inflamed and puffed up it does make you feel like utter crap it makes you feel gross um and yeah i'm quite lucky in the sense that my body has kind of been pretty level i suppose Mm. like throughout my life I was about to say, what, what do you kind of mean by that? Yeah, not level. Like, it, I haven't had, like, huge fluctuations. Um, yeah. Apart from, um, like, when I was in... So when I was sort of in, like, years 10 to year 12 in school, I put on, like, a bit more weight just because I was eating, like, rubbish. Um, but it wasn't, You're like... Oh, but- yeah, yeah, just, like, puppy fat and stuff. Um, But when I was in um, year 13, I was super, super stressed, as we've said this before, and I lost, like, loads of weight. And suddenly I was more... And that was IBS-related because it was anxiety-related and I was so... I literally worried off the fact. (laughs) I literally worried it off. Um, And... Like, it's just crazy, like, the beauty standards that we have, that you should you should be slim, you should be super skinny, because when I realised, although I was uh, shocked and a bit concerned for myself, there was a small part of me that was like, oh, I quite like this, oh, I should maintain this, like, unhealthy, skinny version. Talking about that. Yeah, and so then I became, like, ultra health obsessed and like i would eat spinach and almonds all the time and although (laughs) although i technically was i suppose like if if a doctor ran tests on me i probably would have been healthier than i was a year before but meant like mentally you're not yeah like how was it actually yeah i was so obsessed with like oh was that bit of fat sticking out my sports bra or something it's like what like yeah hang on what and so when I suppose I realised I had IBS, um, it just sort of made me look after that whole thing and like not stress out so much about yeah. things and what you look like and stuff because it's just a vicious cycle, I suppose. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think, like I said, when you kind of do have a reason, you something just, I think, in the back of your head calms down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not great, but at least you, you kind of have an explanation and you can start working at that. Yeah. And also, don't you think when when a doctor literally says you have this health condition or health problem, whatever, it kind of puts it all into perspective and you think, OK, I need to start 
like fueling my body and looking after my body for health reasons not because mm. instagram you know yes definitely know. there comes more to it than just trying to reach body standards yeah Be- which i think um you know especially when you're growing up and you don't tend to have these kind of you don't tend to find out about health issues etc you know during your teens Mm-mm. uh i mean that's not to say you know not everyone does because they do <sighs> but i think it's less common in your teens than finding out when you're a bit older yeah and so at that point in your life that's all you focus on you just you don't care about your body for the sake of your own health you mm-hmm. care about it you know does it match up to what everyone thinks is the ideal body image or the ideal beauty standard yeah oh my god it really is terrible but you don't realize that until you know you get a bit older yeah would you say um like the main thing to sort of trigger like bad body image thoughts is social media or other things maybe like i don't know has somebody told you something horrible in the past or i don't know this isn't a therapy session but (laughs) 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 Um, well um i think it's personal yeah because i think some people are more affected by maybe skin alone yeah (laughs) yeah yes yes indeed yeah i think some people are more affected by what they see online some people are more affected by kind of in person how they view themselves like compared to people in person or compared to how people are viewed online because i think some people understand that online's fake more than others yeah but in real life real life is real life and if you still see people looking a bit like social media in real life, you go, well, actually, that is still real life. Yeah, people still what? look like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah I, so I, I, sorry. I, I remember you saying to me when we were in school that you, like, you started developing, like, bad body image thoughts when you were in, like, primary school, like, late primary school, before you even had social media. Yeah. 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 So young. So it wasn't even 10. It's crazy. It's like, where does that come from? Is that magazines, TV? Must be, must be. Yeah. Because at that age, you know, kids don't care as much. No. Although at the same time, they do in that they don't keep their mouth shut and they just say yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah. God. But, yeah, I'm what? Well, because, I mean, no one ever particularly told me that I was bigger kid I just kind of always knew that I was you know Mm. compared to to other people um but I didn't particularly let it affect me too much yeah but I was also the yeah the older I got the more I was concerned and like I say yeah I did tell you that it did affect me because yeah you just there were still these girls who I think it was because the time that we were in primary school was what was it kind of mid 2000s yeah Mm. so mid to late 2000s so it was still very 
in the really big stage of their body image being really slim, lean, really skinny, skinny white white females as well. Yeah, yeah. No real representation of any other body shape, ethnicity, race, anything like that. It was all just white, blonde, mainly blonde as well, blonde, blue-eyed, really, like, tiny, you know? They were just naturally that tiny. Um, And, yeah, that was still kind of the idea. And when you're, like, when you're 10, you shouldn't care about how you look. No, God. And it's so worrying that so many young... Uh, children like people are younger and younger now on the social media, mm. and um, yeah, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's terrible. It's so terrible because I think social media can be used for a lot of good things, yeah. but it also very very toxic. Yeah. But I think at that age, you, you it's it's a hard one, it's hard. especially things. That, to be fair, things are changing. Things are nowhere near what they used to be like when we were kind of yeah media. There's more representation. Yeah, there is more representation of the truth, I guess, of just varying bodies and people and, you know, everything. That it's not just this one person that is how you're supposed to look. Yeah. Which I think is so good. So, so good. It is so good. It will is there but don't you think it might almost be like sort of confusing in a way because because now there are so many ways of sort of in quote quote looking nice and looking good (laughs) it's almost like oh i find this now it's like i go through phases of thinking oh i want to be super slim like this person or and then i think (laughs) oh no i want to be super curvy like this person and it's just like ah like like we see so Like we see the extremes of each body, but we don't really see many in like what actually just normal people look like. Like we see mm. ultra curvy per- people. Uh, like you know, let's say there was a campaign for uh, a brand and they had all inclusive, loads of different sizes. They would all be like ultra curvy. Three secrets models or Kim Kardashian. Yeah, like, like yeah. there's not many just in between. Yeah. And, and like even like if we relate it to um, PCOS and IBS, like they're all people that kind of don't probably don't really have any underlying conditions. Like why don't you you show people who are like dealing with like extreme bloating or something or you know. Just the, things. The, well, it's like, okay, but a lot of people would probably think that, yeah, but that's bloating has nothing to do with like body image. Of course it does. I know because it's one of those things that, you know, can come and go. Yeah. And I guess can be like managed a bit more. Yeah. Maybe I don't know, but because of that, I feel like people think, nah, nah, that's that nah. that doesn't inclusive inclusivity when it comes to bodies actually honey it is yeah yeah oh, it's crazy i i mean we're digressing a bit but um mm, yeah no i agree though i think but there are there are some campaigns that are, you know are way more exclusive now exclusive inclusive even exclusive completely opposite <laughs> inclusive even where they not only include you know races, sexualities, 
bodies, but also, you know, just normal people, people that have to deal with health problems and disabilities, yeah. whether they're obvious or not, which I think is personally good, but there is obviously is still to be done. But it's a lot better than it was, I tell you that. A lot better. But I think also with the rise of different social medias like TikTok, for example, um, obviously that gave like a whole new way of well not a whole new way, but like a different way, slightly fresher way of reaching people than Instagram. I think Instagram built up this whole idea of a perfect life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't even just like body image. It was it was the way you did your makeup, the way you did your hair, the yeah. way you posed, the way your eyes looked, the way <laughs> were done. God, you know, just, the, oh, the kind of poses you did, where, what kind of lifestyle you put forward. You know, everything is so. You know, we talk about it like you know, oh, like Insta goals or like an Insta life, and like I feel like that's now kind of become a thing. Yeah. But TikTok. Because I, I know you're not on TikTok, yeah. but um, there there is kind of more of a thing of there's a lot more people on there that are willing to share inclusive inclusivity, inclusive or like inclusive. just more like insecurities and things. Yeah, just kind of trying to support people because there there are a lot more younger people on the app than probably ever there's ever been on any social media. Yeah. Um. And I think there's a lot of kind of, particularly women um, and like older adolescent girls who want to try and help these younger girls. Some of them not knowing exactly, but a lot of them kind of just helping to say, it doesn't actually matter what you see on yeah. social media. It's not real. It's not yeah? real. And there's, there was this whole trend going around um, that kind of showed, it was like bodies that look like this also look like this. And bodies that look like this. Yeah, yeah, like, like people who are like posing in a certain way and then they unpose essentially. Yeah, and they relax and it's like, I don't actually look like that normally, do I? No, <laughs> it does unless you're posing. Yeah. Um, but actually, even that movement got a bit of backlash because there were people, oh, you know, that were naturally looked like Victoria's Secret models still doing that, but like almost contorting themselves to try and get a role, to try oh. and say, look. You know, it's like, okay, we appreciate that, but it's not the same. Oh, there's this person that I follow on Instagram called Sophie Hellier. And um, she she's like a cold water swimmer. And she basically bases her whole uh, account on uh, the benefits of just going for a swim in the sea at 6am. She seems super cool, yeah. Um, but she I live right by the beach and I'm not doing that. Yeah. She posts um, pictures of her. Wait, I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you. But she, she'll take pictures with her and her like female friends, and they're literally just standing like. Oh, I'll show you. I'll show you. Um, I, I I know I shouldn't do this on the podcast, but we're here anyways. Um, I'll just edit it out. It doesn't matter. Mm. Um, but they literally stand like this. I don't. Oh yeah. Uh. Like, there's literally no posing whatsoever. They just stand up straight with their hands by their side. Sorry? They just stood normally. They're just, like, standing. And they're not, it... like, posing to to look good. And they're not posing to look bad. They're just standing normally. Yeah. And it's like, why, why can't we just see 
pictures of people just normal. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're complaining. <laughs> maybe we're like complaining too much, but we felt we have gone off on a little bit of a tangent. Yeah. But... <laughs> no, I don't think it. I don't know. It's all. It's all relevant, eh? Yeah. Exactly. Um. I, I think. Yeah. But really, yeah, relating it back to, uh, our syndromes. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's weird I think. Kind of knowing it does help a little bit because you ah you know what I've also noticed as well actually yeah having been diagnosed I almost realised that there's more to life there's more to even taking care of your body than just oh my god my candle's making really weird noise (laughs) (laughs) damn that candle it's just going like (laughs) anyway irrelevant. But yeah, you 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 do realise that there's more to life than just how others. Oh, so look. true. You know, you go, oh my god. You know, my my biggest thing now isn't what other people think. It's, uh, you know, I've got I've got this thing which affects this 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 and this. So I've got to try and work on that. And yeah. you're so you know you you've got to focus all your energy on energy on that instead of focusing on what other people think. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, they always say, you know, you can't pour from an empty glass. No. You know? So whilst you're trying to focus all your energy on what other people think of you, you've got no energy left for focusing on your actual health and what is, I say, going wrong in your body. Yeah. You know, no matter how much you tell yourself or you tell other people, you know, the words don't always match up to what you do. No. Everything's so. There's so many things that are so much easier said than done. Yeah. Oh my. You know, and you hear lots of people saying things, and you're like, "Why don't you take your own advice?" Mm -hmm. And it's like, actually, you know, that's good, but sometimes it's harder, harder to do. Yeah. It's like I was I was having this uh, conversation with uh, Vari today, and we're talking about um, feeling the need to sort of post everything on social media for like validation, and um, I was saying how I I cringe now looking back to sort of this time last year when I was sort of posting like fitness stuff because although I had the intentions of like encouraging other people to like look after themselves and whatnot I just think (laughs) sorry there was another motive yeah I just think maybe Mm. I was doing it to sort of be like "Uh, look at me you know I've been so fit and healthy you know yeah and although it that wasn't my motivation as such I just think it was still there. It was still there, and like you don't show the you know like the bad the bad things or like mm. you know when you are having a really bad IBS day and you do look like uh, crap. <laughs> you know, well, you don't, you don't, but that's what you think. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's just like you just feel this constant pressure to sort of yeah. like be your best and looking your best, but when you have a long running condition, yeah, you you can't. No. Well, um, I mean, you can't anyway. Yeah, you know? I was going to say. You can't anyway. Yeah. yeah, you can't anyway, whether you have a condition or not, because that's just not what being human is. You can't look no. your best. You, you're you not going to feel your best every day, because that's just not what life is. There's going to be times where you're down, you don't know why, it's just your body. There's going to be times where you're down because something's happened, which, you know, mm. is completely fine. And, yeah, the same with kind of posting things on social media i i had it the other day where i thought i 
want to kind of show, you know, like I haven't posted in a while, we're doing all right, but then I thought, you know, my confidence is lacking a little bit. Yeah. What if I post a photo of myself, like a selfie or something, just the, you know, just, just to show people that, like, I don't have to post, but I'm still doing okay. <laughs> but thought, do I want to, though? Yeah. Why, like, and I decided against it because I thought, well, no one needs to know apart from myself. No. You know? And I, I just kind of questioned it, stopped, and went, why are you doing that? Is it going to benefit you, really? Or are you doing it for the sake of your, your alter ego? Not even your alter just your ego, you know? Your ego. So, so I stopped myself, and I genuinely did feel better for it. And I just... I do get times where I go, oh, I do really want to post, you know, things on social media. I want to post, you know, my fancy breakfast on uh, on social media. I want to you know, show that I've walked to the beach or something like that. And it's like, also, do people care? No, people do not care. That's the thing. You might get the odd friend that's like, I'm genuinely interested in what you're doing. But but then also you run the risk of, if you post so much online, people then think that they've seen you looking smiley and happy, you're doing all right, they don't need to ask. But if you kind of refrain from showing everything online, people start to wonder, oh, is she okay? I'm, I might uh, initiate a conversation here. Yeah. I don't know. It almost sort of forces people to actually contact you. Yeah. I, I think if you, if you start putting up a facade, the deeper you get into it, the, you know, the longer you do it, the more you invest into this facade you know, the harder it's going to be to get out of it. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's so true. Plus, yeah, like I say, do you really think, does anyone actually care? If you view someone's story and, you know, it's literally just a photo of their breakfast, I I don't know about you, but I have a feeling most people would be like, okay, moving on. Yeah. Like, you know, they go, well, that's, that's good for you. Or it might go, oh, just reminded me, I need to eat. Mm. Or, you know, or something like that. Or they go, oh, whatever. I don't really care. I've got I've got stuff to do. Yeah. Like, I, I sometimes... Because I do love uh, cooking and food. Mm-hmm. Sometimes now I will post something about food. But oh, I, yeah. try, I try to do it so that people can understand that eating healthily can taste really nice and look really nice oh yeah to like educate yeah yeah sorry Karen I think like there's different sides of it isn't there there's like posting to show off and then posting to sort of literally educate people or as my dad says edumacate for some reason (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's going on there (laughs) but there is I think we need to just Mate, do you remember when Instagram first started? We should probably wrap up soon, but whatever. When yeah, Instagram first started, everything was really um, instant in the sense that you would take a picture and then you'd post it. Like you wouldn't edit it and spend ages, whatever, you know. Yeah. So if Instagram and social media could go back to the sort of just posting pictures for fun, mm-hmm. you know, you're showing recipes for fun, like Joe Wicks will post a recipe. And it's not him showing off, it's him 
trying to help people to yeah become healthier i don't know just make it a more I, yeah definitely way. i think the motive behind something changes everything you yeah. know yeah because yeah. you know if you if you want to post something um because you just you just want to share it like that you don't want to you don't want validation from it. you don't feel like you need it no then, you know why not but yeah. if you're doing it because you want someone to pop up and be like oh i'm really generous or you know or you're so focused on who sees it or how many people have seen it yeah. and you go actually what is the motive behind that and does it benefit you in any way mm. yeah but like in a healthy way i mean yeah yeah cool. you know i think yeah i think the motive changes everything do you then, have um every- nothing is black and white that's the thing oh, every- nothing yeah everything's on the gray scale because yeah. you know the amount of things we've been talking about and i go oh yeah blah 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 blah, blah, blah. and it's like actually hold on well, there's more to it, and and it, it, if somebody looks like they're super perfect online, there's probably there's there's more there. There's not just this perfect, you know, vegan, tanned, <laughs> uh, fitness guru. You know, yeah. You never know what's going on in someone's personal life. No, you don't. You never know what's going on in someone's mind, no. unless well, you were magic and you tried to invade it. In which case. <laughs> Bit of a breach of privacy, but unless you're a vampire and you can read people's minds, yeah. But what, should we? A bit inappropriate. Before before we complete these spin-off subjects, <laughs> should we? Do you have like a just a tip to sort of step back from being so harsh on your body image and your? Oh, I just say. Um, Try and listen to your body. Oh, that's such a good point. Oh, we should have talked about that. Oh, future podcast. I was about to say, we've got so much to talk about. We've we can so do much to talk podcasts. About. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, listen to your body because, you know, if you're trying to do something and if you're trying to work on, you know, your eating or something like that and you're doing it because people have told you to do it but you still don't think it's working for you but you go, oh, well, you know, other people say to do it you know i've got to keep up with it it's like yeah but there could be something else that mm-hmm. works for you mm-hmm. yeah i think that but like not just eating you know with everything you know exercise routines um self-care work everything you know don't don't it, do you've s- got to sorry what you and what you feel yeah what's best for you not just because everyone else is doing it not just because everyone else says it it worked for them because it might not work for you nothing works for everyone you know like get rid of that i should for like get rid of the should and just Mm. do what what your like eat what helps your body and do exercises that help your body and don't get worried about yeah Mm. exactly because i mean like just quick example like with pcos you know, um, trying to keep your sugars down because of insulin resistance levels. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that, you know, you don't think about unless you have to deal with it. Same thing with exercise, you know. Um, obviously, everyone thinks that to, to... I mean, to lose weight normally is 
calorie deficit you know that's that's the only way really you're going to lose weight but i think a lot of people think that to do that you've got to when it comes to exercise to just do a load of cardio to do really high intensity you know just absolutely sweat out of breath blah 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 and that's the way you're going to lose weight which you know for people whose bodies work normally that can (laughs) that does work (laughs) but for people with pcos it's not the same Mm. because it raises your heart level uh, your heart rate which increases levels of cortisol which then has a whole big thing and basically ends up being counterproductive with regards to trying to lose fat so end up doing slow weighted work (sighs) slow weighted workouts is actually better for bodies with pcos than um high intensity but like i said you you've just got to listen to your body really yeah oh so true i'd say too much sorry i just said i ramble way too much no that was good that was great i need to find it because every time i go i throw in like one word i'm like raise your cortisol levels and i'm like oh wait what does it do after that (laughs) yeah yeah there's a brain blip but no that was great you will Um, do you have any um body image and uh my my top tip is if you i like me and you worry about unfollowing people online because people think you're mean you don't have to unfollow them you can mute them and it means that you don't see their posts but you can still um like you can still keep contact if you want um but yeah that has really helped you know yeah just muting people uh that's that's one and um yeah literally as you said like just listen to your body really and if and if you're on the time of if you're having your period (laughs) and you want to eat 10 pizzas eat 10 pizzas you know don't then self-sabotage the next day and think oh i shouldn't have done that oh i shouldn't have done that just Mm -hmm. just keep just take every day as it comes and just you know, be yeah. kind to yourself, I suppose. Yeah, that was be great. Kind. Definitely, that was a good podcast. Do you, Do you have um a food a food recommendation for the week? Oh yes. Oh, why have I thought of this one? Um, my eating's not been great recently because I just haven't wanted to eat, which is unusual oh, for me. But hey, um, you know what I'm gonna go for? Go on. You know what I'm gonna say this week? Green tea. Oh. Beautiful stuff. It's like magic potion. Yes. It just really does wonders. And I am addicted. (laughs) It's a good thing to be addicted to. It's like the healthiest thing ever. I know. But to be fair, I didn't like it when I first got into it. When I got into it like when I was like 13, 14, because I was told it was good for you. I did not like the taste. I forced myself to have it so that I could like the taste. And now... I'm addicted. Oh, I have gone through a whole box of totally green tea in the last. That's it. That's it. Just me. Um, my, really rec- my lovely food recommendation of the week is uh, deliciously Ella's. Um, she's got like these cacao and almond bars, and uh, they're oh, just yeah. like. It's funny, I gave one to my mum, she was like, it's a bit meh. And I was like, yeah, because it hasn't got a load of sugar in it, that's why. And yeah. like, if you look on the ingredients, it's all 
pretty whole foods. So those, but they're nice enough to to quench the uh, the craving, the sugar craving. Good. Um, anything from Deliciously Ella, really. I I Delicious. trust. Very good. Yes, I try. I trust her. Food. Very good. Um, and that's that was good, Sophie. Well played with that podcast. I have, I have a feeling we we could talk more in another one about mm-hmm. beauty standards, not just yeah. body image. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. This was more body uh, image. Which I look forward to. Yeah. But yes, I think this one's not too bad. Um, apologies if it takes a while. <laughs> no. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for letting Thank us you. rant. Rant, or whatever. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, keep... Keep listening. We're gonna do some more, some some self promotion now. We feel like we've got some yeah. good episodes in the bank. We can start doing that. We look out for the Instagram once I finally get around to doing yeah. it. Oh, speaking of body image, I have been picking my skin all over this episode. <laughs> That's something for another episode. Don't leave, leave your skin. Leave your skin alone. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, mine's been <sighs> no. It's not the end of the world, it's is it? The end of the world. Don't self sabotage. It's fine. It's fine. Keep moving on. Fine. Yeah. Thank you. And is up. <laughs> baby. <Yeah>. Anyways. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> it's all right. We can swear, Sophie. It's fine. I swear all the time. Yes, I tried not to. Oh. Which is weird because when I go home, I am just a sailor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Anyways. Anyways. Sorry, we dad. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. We need to Thank end the podcast. Right. Well, how, we'll have a lovely chat next time. Yes. See you. See you Bye. then. Bye. Bye. Bye.